Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Put your hands together again for Jesus. Amen and amen. Tell your neighbor, I'm happy to see you. I didn't see you last week. Where did you go? Demand an answer from your neighbor. What are they saying? Now say to your neighbor, neighbor, I'm expecting that every Sunday I will see you in the house of the Lord. Let this be your last time that you will not be found in church. Otherwise, I rest my case. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Let us pray. Father, we are so delighted to be here again in your presence one more time. And this morning, our hearts are ready to receive from you. We know that you are here. We know that your presence is with us. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will do everything that you purpose to do in our lives. Let no one remain the same after this sermon. Touch everyone who can hear me this morning. I pray in the name of Jesus for a real life-changing encounter with you. I pray that you will anoint me mightily to share your word with your people. In Jesus' mighty name. And let the saints of God say, Amen. Amen. Clap unto the Lord once again. God bless you and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. It's good to see all of you. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me, please, to Exodus chapter 33. We are looking for verse number 12. And we are going to read from verse 12 to verse 17. New Living Translation, please. Our New Living Translation. Ask your neighbor, have you found Exodus? Ask your neighbor, where's your Bible? And don't point to the screen that that is your Bible. That is not your Bible. That is my screen. You must always come to church with your Bible. Sometimes I'm not even sure whether these tablets and phones are even a good idea after all. 
you know. And I feel more and more like going back for my Bible in, in paper. Anyway. Follow me as I read. One day Moses said to the Lord. You have been telling me. Take these people up to the promised land. But you haven't told me whom you will send with me. You have told me. I know you by name. And I look favorably on you. As God knows your name. May it translate into favor for your life. Your amen is not loud enough. Amen. If it is true that you look favorably on me. Let me know your ways. So I may understand you more fully. And continue to enjoy your favor. And remember that this nation. Is your very own people. The Lord replied. I will personally go with you Moses, and I will give you rest everything will be fine for you then Moses said if you don't personally go with us don't make us leave this place how will anyone know that you look favorably on me? On me and on your people. If you don't go with us. For your presence among us. Sets your people and me apart. From all other people on the earth. And the Lord replied to Moses. I will indeed do what you have asked. May God answer all your prayers. Amen. For I look favorably on you. And I know you by name. Now turn with me to Psalms 51 verse 10 to 11. And I'm reading from the New American Standard Version of the Bible. Psalms 51 verse 10 to 11. Psalms 51 verse 10 to 11. It says, create in me a clean heart, O God. And renew a steadfast spirit within me. Notice what else he says. Do not cast me away from your presence. And do not take your Holy Spirit from me. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now Moses and David are two of the greatest heroes we read about in the Bible. And in these two scriptures I read both of them are making a special plea to the Lord Sir Het is so good to see you and this is the plea they made to the Lord 
they were saying to him that don't let me lose your presence don't let me lose your presence now Moses virtually was saying to God that if we don't have the assurance of your presence then God please don't take us anywhere now this was a polite way of saying to God that if you won't go with us we shan't go but you know, he had to be polite because when you are talking to God, you have to be polite. But what he actually wanted to tell God was that if we don't have the assurance of your presence, then God, we are not prepared to go anywhere. And in the case of David, he sounded very frantic and afraid. When he pleaded with God, please don't cast me out of your presence. I don't want to lose your presence. Now, the background to this story was he had had an adulterous relationship with Bathsheba. And he had organized for her husband, Uriah, to be killed. And God sent the prophet Nathan to confront him. He repented. But he was afraid. He was terrified. That he was going to lose something. What was he afraid of losing? The presence of God. And so you can see that in the two scriptures that we read, in relation to the two people we spoke about, Moses and David, they were very much concerned about losing the presence of God. And I believe that it was so because they understood that when you have the presence of God with you, you are guaranteed certain blessings. Lift up your hand and say, The presence of God, the presence of God. Guarantees, me blessings. guarantees me blessings. Say it again, The presence of God guarantees me blessings. And so this morning, I want to share with you a message I have titled The Blessings of God's Presence. The Blessings of God's Presence. Now, what do we mean by the presence of God? When we talk about the presence of God, essentially what we are saying is this. That God is in attendance. He is present. He is around. He is close by. And he is near. That's what it simply means. And so whenever you hear anybody talk about the presence of God. In essence what the person is saying. Is that God is in attendance. That God is present. 
that God is around. That God is close by. That God is near. You know, there's a statement we, we hear being made in Akan. You know, hear somebody say, Alright? So when we talk about God's presence or the presence of God, what we are saying is that God, Hallelujah. Amen. So that is what the presence of God essentially is. And all of these definitions I've given you translate into one statement. So when we talk about the presence of God, we are saying that God is with you. When we say the presence of God is with you, then we are saying that God is around you. That God is near you. That God is close to you. May you experience the presence of God tangibly in your life. May you always be conscious of his presence with you. And may that presence of God guarantee you powerful blessings in your life. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And so what really happens when God is with you. What blessings do you enjoy when God is in attendance? When God is present. When God is close by. When he is around. And when he is near. What are the blessings that you experience? Number one, you experience rest peace and assurance. Rest, peace, and assurance. Hallelujah. Amen. Exodus 33, 14, we read that, but we want to read it again. So the first blessing that we want to talk about Associated with the presence of God. A blessing that you experience when God is with you. And that blessing is you find rest. You find peace. And you receive assurance. So verse 14 of Exodus 33. The Lord replied. I will personally go with you, Moses. And I will give you rest. I will give you rest. And everything will be fine with you. Now, how many like the sound of that? That everything will be fine with you. God promised Moses. That I will personally go with you. That means that my presence will be with you. That I will be with you. I will be close to you. I will be near you. And as a result of that. You will experience rest. Now rest is relief or freedom from anything that worries or troubles or disturbs you. And so when you are when you are in rest, when you found rest, it means that you've received relief. 
and freedom from anything that troubles you anything that disturbs you anything that frustrates you anything that wearies you that is what it means when we say you found rest and when the presence of God is with you he relieves you he relieves you of your troubles of the things that disturb you of the things that weigh you down I declare to somebody today that because of the presence of God with you may you experience rest in your life Amen. anything that disturbs you anything that troubles you anything that wearies you I declare to you that by virtue of the presence of God with you May you find relief. Amen. And may you obtain freedom. Amen. Shout, I receive it. I receive it. Hallelujah. Amen. And when you find rest, you enter into peace. Now, peace is not the absence of troubles. Peace is not necessarily the absence of difficulties. But this kind of peace that I'm talking about it's like even with the troubles and the disturbances around you you are at rest. I said you are at rest. And deep inside of you you know that God will take care of you. And you know that no matter what is confronting you the challenges of your life the disturbances you experience your heart is at rest and you are at peace and you know that you know that you know that you know that things will turn out well hallelujah Amen. have you ever been in an air conditioned room before and you were chilling and then you stepped out of the room when I talked about have you ever been in an air conditioned room before I was looking at some of your faces and it looked like it's not something you are used to. May you have air conditioning Amen. in your room. Amen. I said, may you have air conditioning in your room. Amen. Thank God for fun. Oh. But have you realized that when the weather is very hot, even your fan it's is a sunny. disturbance? It's a because it only blows and circulates hot air. God is bringing you into a season of your life. You will have air conditioning. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But I don't know whether you've had this experience before. I will have air conditioning in our church. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Why not? But there are times when you walk out of an air-conditioned room. And then when you step out and the heat meets you. You just feel like going back in. Now that heat was already there. 
But because you were in an air-conditioned room, you were not feeling it. So the trouble is there. The heat is there. But when the presence of God is in you, you are not perturbed. You are not disturbed. You are not confused. The presence of God is like air-conditioned for you. May you enjoy that presence all the days of your life. Shall I receive it? I receive it. Two. I receive it. Three. I receive it. Hallelujah. Amen. Rest. Peace. And then the third thing I touch on is assurance. Now, assurance is having full confidence and certainty. And assurance is freedom from doubt. Now God said to Moses, I will give you rest. And everything will be fine with you. Everything will be fine for you. Now that is assurance. That everything will be fine with you. Tell your neighbor, BBF, BBRABA fine. Or tell another person, BBF, BBRABA fine. And I declare to somebody today, Jesus, you are going through crisis, you are going through difficulties, you are going through pain, you are going through heartache, your whole life is in confusion. But I declare to you today that because of the presence of God with you, everything will be fine at the end Amen. of the day. Receive the assurance of I God's receive presence it. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Number two. Divine protection. When the presence of God is with you, you will find divine protection. Isaiah 43, verse 1 and 2. Isaiah 43, verse 1 to 2. But now, oh Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. Oh Israel, oh Israel, the one who formed you says, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. That means I have bought you with a price. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. Which means my presence will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Amen. When the presence of God is with you, you will experience divine protection. And that is to say that God himself will protect you and will take care of you. Hallelujah. Amen. 
This promise was made to Jacob. Was made to Israel. And you and I belong to the commonwealth of Israel. It means that we can appropriate this blessing for ourselves. He said to Israel. And by extension he's saying to you and I. That when we go through the rivers of difficulty. We will not drown. When we go through the fire of oppression, we will not be burned. Why? Because the presence of God with us guarantees us divine protection. Whichever rivers of difficulty you are swimming in today, I declare to you by the power in the name of Jesus that you will not drown. You will not drown. Your financial difficulties will not drown you. Your marital difficulties will not drown you. The difficulties to do with your work will not drown you. The difficulties you are having with your education will not drown you. Why? Because God will be with you and his presence will be with you. I shout and receive it. I receive it. And whatever fire of oppression you are experiencing, you will not bend. I said you will not bend. I said you will not bend. Amen. Oh, I remember the story of three Hebrew boys. You read about them in Daniel chapter 3. Their name Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. King Nebuchadnezzar constructed a huge golden image of himself. And he issued a decree throughout his kingdom and throughout his empire. That whenever the people hear the trumpet sounding, everybody must bow and worship his golden image. But these three Hebrew guys, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego they say we shan't bow. You can stretch yourself to whatever extent we will not bow. Because the only one we have committed to worshipping and bowing before is Jehovah God. They were arrested. And they were thrown into a fiery furnace. Fire that was specially prepared for them because the king was very bored with them. So intense was the heat that those who made the fire were killed by the fire. And these three guys were bound and thrown into the fire. But they did not bang. I said they did not bang. I said they did not bang. God opened the eyes of the king. 
And he saw these three guys walking through the midst of the fire. And not only did he see three guys, but he saw a fourth person. That was God himself. That was the presence of God. With them as they went through the fire of oppression. That is why I declare to you today that God will not leave you. And God will not forsake you. That through your trials, through your oppression, through your difficulties, through your frustrations, through your confusion, the presence of God will be with you. And that presence will shield and deliver you from destruction. So I receive it. I receive it. Clap your hands and bless the Orange when the oceans rise and thunders roar, I will soar with you above the storm. Father, you are king over the flood. I will be still and know you. Understand that God is God and He's with you. I said, Understand that God is God and He's with you. And because He's with you, it means that He will shield you and protect you from every devastating effect that has come up again. And so let your heart be at rest. Live your life in peace. Walk through this life with assurance that because God is with me and because His presence is with me, the rivers of difficulty will not drown me. The fire of oppression will not consume Shout, I hear you. I hear you. Hallelujah. Number three. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Open me, Chen, Madame. Sana Yesu te Oye madam fupa Mati nyine mo Oye mi pute ti Mi chen mi mi wangobia Oye mi chen madam 
He is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And when you have a covenant relationship with him, he is committed to staying by your side no matter what. Hear me well. God is not like some of the friends we have. At the sight of trouble, they disappear. In your difficult moment, they are nowhere to be found. It is as though you never existed. Have you been there before? I said, have you been there before? It is like you have disappeared like smoke from the face of the earth. I said, why did I say we see but not so with my God. And not so with your God. He sticks closer than a brother. And no matter what, he stands by you. And that is why you can commit your life and your everything to him. Knowing that he will take care of you. And that everything will be fine. Tell your neighbor again that I said BBFLAH. Number three, freedom from fear and discouragement. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Don't be afraid. For I am with you. Don't be discouraged. For I am your God. I will strengthen you. And help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. When God is with you, his presence is with you. And when his presence is with you, you don't need to fear. And you don't need to be discouraged. Two of the greatest adversaries that we contend with in this life are the spirits of fear and the spirit of discouragement. And there's a lot of fear and discouragement in town. People are afraid about what the future holds. Because things are not looking good all Somebody has been drinking the petrol from my car. I am very sure that somebody has been drinking the fuel, the petrol from my car. You buy no, then And I'm even thinking of getting a small car. <laughs> I want to get a small car. So Engine size, one liter. One liter. Ah, zero point eight. I want to to Please leave me alone. Enfatami. So which car should I drive? V8. 
I should drive a V8, you see. Because God is with us. I like that. I like, I think you are getting the message well. Clap for yourself. Awesome, awesome. in life when you come up against the spirit of fear and discouragement. It suppresses you. It weighs down heavily on you. You ask yourself, how will I survive? How will I be able to pay the bills? My children, their school fees. How am I going to pay it? How can I make sure that they advance and progress in their education? My rent. The landlord says he has increased it by 40%. Even the old rent I don't have. Now 40% has come to add up. Look, it is not easy all over. But that is why God has laid his word on my heart for you today. That don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. Because the Lord your God, he is with you. His presence is with you. And he will bring you to a good place. I prophesy concerning your life. That during this last half of the year 2020, you will see a manifestation of the goodness and of the favor of the Lord in your life. Amen. Everything that has ever made you afraid will lose its hold over Amen. your life. Amen. All your discouragements will disappear out Amen. of your life. Amen. And God will bring a certain confidence and assurance into your life. Amen. Son, I receive it. I receive it. Number four. It also nine. Victory over your enemies. Victory over your enemies. It's one of the blessings that come with the presence of God with you. Jeremiah chapter 20 verse 10. Say to those who are fearful hearted do not be afraid. The Lord your God is strong and with his mighty arm when you call on his name he will come and save he will come and save you he will come and save Say to the weary one, your God will surely come. He will come and save you. Say that he will come and save you. Oh, yeah, yeah. He will come and save, save you.
victory over your enemies. Jeremiah 20 verse 10 and 11. Jeremiah 3 and I have heard the many rumors about me. They call me the man who lives in terror. And they threaten. If you say anything, we will report it. Now, this is Jeremiah speaking. Jeremiah came under a lot of persecution and tribulation and oppression. So much so that he was called the man who lives in terror. He continues and says, even my old friends are watching me. Waiting for a fatal slip. He will trap himself. They say. And then we will get our revenge on him. But the Lord stands beside me like a great warrior. That means the presence of God is with me. Then he says, before him, my persecutors will stumble. They cannot defeat me. They will fail and be thoroughly humiliated. And their dishonor will never be forgotten. Clap for the Lord and bless his name for your victory. That's why we can sing, May change your boat and be. Then goes on to say, of God with you you will receive an astounding victory over your enemies some of your enemies are spiritual some of your enemies are physical Aya <laughs> But I declare to you today there's a statement I hear people making and I think it's a good statement. That 
That means that your enemies, your opponents, they are not God. They do not control your destiny. They do not determine how things will play out for you. And today I declare prophetically to someone that because of the presence of God with you, you will receive an emphatic victory over the enemies of your brothers. Listen to me. You are not to be pitied. I said you are not to be pitied. I want to remind you of what I say to you anytime I am blessing you after the service. I always conclude with these two statements. Go from this place knowing that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And the second statement that if God be for you no one can be against you. I declare to you today your enemies will be disappointed. Your enemies will be humiliated. Your enemies will weep in disappointment because God is fighting your battle for you. And God is on your case. Shout, I hear you. I hear you. Clap your hands and give me a shout. My time is up. I will end with this one. And I will continue next week by the grace of God. And the last thing that you will receive as a result of the presence of God with you is that you will receive wisdom. I said you receive what? Wisdom. First Samuel chapter 18 reading from verse 12 Jehovah is your name Jehovah is your name. Sing it again. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Mighty one. the spirit of the Lord to you today. Learn to leave the battle for me to fight. 
you obstruct me when you try to fight for yourself because I will not share my glory with any other and so be still and know that I am the Lord stand still and behold the salvation of the Lord in your life whatever enemies you see today whatever adversaries have come up against you I the Lord your God will sort them out and I will lift your hand up in victory I have said it and I will bring it to pass that's said the spirit of the Lord to his people today hallelujah amen and in 1 Samuel 18, 12 to 15, as we close, King James Version. And Saul was afraid of David. Because the Lord was with him. Why was he afraid of him? Because the Lord was with him. May people begin to fear you from this Amen. Day. It's not because you are Kakayo. You are not Kakayo. But it is because the presence of God is with you. And so it will make some people uncomfortable in this life. Therefore Saul removed him from him. And made him his captain over a thousand. So because he was afraid of him. He sent him far away. He transferred him. That's what he did. He transferred him. Said, go, go, go to the wilderness. Go and fight. Because he was hoping that something bad will happen to him. But on the contrary, he survived. He prevailed. And he made it out there in the wilderness. No matter where you are sent, I declare to you today, you will flourish. I said you will flourish. I said you will flourish to the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. And it continues, and he went out and came in before the people. And David behaved himself wisely in all his ways. And the Lord was with him. And the Lord was where? And the Lord was with him. Wherefore, when Saul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, he was afraid of him. Hallelujah. Hear me well. It was not because David was wise that God was with him. It was because God was with him that is why he became wise. Hallelujah. Amen. And when the presence of God is with you, he gives you wisdom. Wisdom is the ability to apply knowledge. Understanding. Experience. Common sense. And insight. You can have all of these things. Knowledge. 
understanding, experience, common sense, insight, but it will not benefit you much. Because these things on their own do not lead to great results. It is the ability to apply these things. That is what makes a difference in a person's life. And that ability is what we call wisdom. And when the presence of God is with you, one of the blessings you enjoy and that you can experience is wisdom. And that wisdom directs the very course of your life. It shows you what step to take, what move to make, which direction to head for. And it leads you to a place of blessing, a place of prosperity, a place of establishment. Today I declare unto you that by virtue of the presence of God with you, may you receive extraordinary wisdom. Amen. And that wisdom, may it redefine your life and bring you to a place of blessing. In Jesus' mighty name. And let the people of God shout aloud, Amen. Amen. Rise to your feet, clap to the Lord. And let's bring the service to a close. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands unto the Lord. You are here. And you said you'd never leave. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. You are here. And you said you'd never leave. We need you, Lord. Oh, yeah. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. your need to him.
May we never lose your presence. Jesus. And thank you for the assurance you've given us in your word. Yes, Lord. That you will never leave us nor forsake us. So that we may boldly say that the Lord is my helper. Therefore, I will not fear what man will do unto me. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. May we always be conscious of your presence with us. And may we allow you access into every area, into every aspect of our lives. May your presence permeate every dimension of our lives. Yes. And may we begin to enjoy the blessings that your presence brings. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed. You may be here today. And you want to say, Pastor, I've been touched by the word of God. And I can see that I need God. I've never really thought about things in this way before. But now my need is clear. I need God in my life. I need his presence in my life. Pastor, can you please pray with me? Of course I can pray with you. And as every head is bowed, and every eye closed, wherever you are today, physically present here, or you may be watching online, but as every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want me to pray for you for Jesus to come and reside inside of you for his presence to be with you. Please lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'm going to pray for you. God bless you. God bless you. I want to pray for you and I don't want you to be afraid. Don't allow anybody to intimidate you. If you need God in your life, if you need this Jesus in your life. If you need his presence in your life, lift that hand up very clearly. God bless you. I see your hands. I see your hands. If you've lifted your hands, don't change your mind. But I need you to do one more thing for me. Walk from your seat and come and meet me right in front here. If your hand is lifted, come. If you lifted your hand, come. You lifted your hand, come. Don't change your mind because I saw you. Come. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, we surrender all to you. Our blessed Savior. Thank you, Jesus. We give you thanks and praise. Hallelujah. And I want all of us to pray this prayer together. Especially my dear sister standing in front here. As all those who lifted their hands but are not in front. And anybody who is watching us and you are praying right there in your room. Maybe you have gathered to watch this service. God bless you my people in Ablekuma. And all the other places. Now pray this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, today I come to you just as I am. I am certain that I need you like never before. And so, Jesus, today I come to you. I surrender my heart to you. And I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. 
for the rest of my life I will follow you I will serve you oh God let me experience your presence every single day of my life thank you for receiving in Jesus mighty name and let everybody say amen Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. We do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.